When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, welcome back. It's your Thursday, Laurie and Julia show. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. And there's no truth to the rumor that Disney is having anything to do with this show. Thank goodness. We're laughing over here. I just told Julia what I was going to be doing a week from today. And I gave her the bird. She gave me the finger. I did. Wow. Well, you know what? <laughs> Something out of town? Yep. Yeah, I know. And I just, and I, I said, just, I, I said, can't handle it anymore. I'm going to be seeing Mavis Staples, Tom Jones, and Rita Coolidge. You know, way to rub it in. I know. I know. She really yes. is. I am rubbing it in. And I'm just in, in the process of, of decompressing <laughs> the fact that I'm having my boys graduate. I'm having a graduation party. And then some cousins are coming in from out of town with nowhere to stay. And guess who's going to put them up? Mm-hmm. Oh, so I'm just like dealing fun. with the fact that boo-hoo-hoo, nothing's going my way. And Lori goes, guess what I'm doing? She's like breaking news. She didn't want to talk to you. Listen to Holly. Julia, Julia. And I had my mic on. Oh, I'll wait. I'll wait. But I can't. Oh, guess what I'm going to be doing in my new shoes and my new outfit? Oh, and no, my, I'm not wearing any With new my shoes great new haircut jazz. that I just had a massage after my facial <laughs> and a wig from today. I'm going to be listening to Mirrors. Oh, Lord. My shoulder is going to be... Oh, yeah, the shoulder. The shoulder. But I didn't even... Not, not to be confused with the foot. I didn't even know Rita Coolidge was at the Jazz Fest. Oh, There's so many what bands. What a find. I know. Jeez, what a deep cut find. I'm so excited. Can I? Well, Rita Coolidge would, came up in the Graham Nash Wild Tales memoir mm-hmm. because they had a thing yeah. for a little bit. And he just talked about what an unbelievable that knockout she was. That was just in the paper was. like yesterday, right? No, was no, it? that was a book the, I read book, on vacation. Oh, I just saw. Which something. I don't want to bring that up because I was on vacation. I mean, honest to God, when I read Paul Majors' oh, little the, note today about the, the snow, snow frost, yeah, but it'll melt by Monday, yeah, and it'll be gone. And I was like, yeah, how are people? I know I'm not alone in this. No, you're not. I tried all winter to be so positive. <laughs> oh well, and it's just kind of yeah. like, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was the endless. Winter, because it started very late, or started very early, and it never ended. So, mm-hmm. yes, we're yeah. all feeling your pain, but today we have 72. Woo! Thank goodness. I hope you're eating outside tonight. Mm. I don't. I probably get there. Probably, I'm sorry, you know. no. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you, remember? <laughs> I did dress for winter because I was so cold when I left my yeah. house. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Did you by any chance watch those uh, New York Housewives last night? Or I no? did. Did you watch a little I peek of it? Did. Well, Luann, who, the Countess, the Countess, uh, Monica, she, can't buy your clothes. I'm. T- I do really like her look. Her hair looks she really looks, cute. She looks healthy. Silver looks good on Sober her. Silver looks good on her. Is right. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, Barb, uh, Barb Cavavit, who who's the other new housewife, and she's the one that Ramona always says she's not my type of girl she's tough she's kind of rough around the edges <laughs> and i don't like how she dresses okay yeah i know and it. barb and then barb says she was on the show yeah, she so we got a little her. audio from that one of the things i don't like that barb either i gotta be honest I, she i don't know why they put her on that show me either she Julia. doesn't she bring doesn't... anything to party she's pissy She's a complainer. She doesn't wear good fashion, no, like Ramona she said. She doesn't have a sexy lifestyle. No. She doesn't have a good... She's going to be a one and done, like the waxer lady. Yeah, she just doesn't on. bring anything to the nothing, party. Nothing. I think that they were desperate. I miss Carol Radswell. Well, totally. Radzi. But I mean, they, there's other interesting women. This one, even though she's successful in her career, she runs like the most successful construction yeah. firm in my, New York my, City. My favorite last night was Ramona looking at the camera and going... I mean, really, I know a wrap dress has a place in your closet, but for your whole closet to be nothing but wrap dresses, you've got to step it up. Wow. I gotta appreciate her saying that. I did too. And then Barbara takes her to tax and says, you know, Ramona, she's got a lot. She says a lot, but nothing comes out. Okay. So one but contributes the, nothing. Contributes nothing. So one of the things that has been a, ever since um, Dorinda joined the New York Housewife, she has a home in the Berkshires. Which is like, what, Donnie, is that three and a half hours? The Berkshires? Yeah, from New York City. Well, it's Massachusetts is the Berkshires, so yeah. No, this... The Berkshires are in Massachusetts, aren't they? No, they're it's upstate New York. Oh, because yeah. James Taylor sang about the Berkshires. No, it's upstate New York. Okay. And I want to say it's three and a half, four hours. Like, mm. it would be here to Ely. Sure. It's... It's not close. It's, it's not, not a jaunt. It's not a close jaunt. So anyway, the ladies, but she always has people over there. It makes for good filming. They've had adventures, blah, blah, blah. But she has this room that's called the fish room. And it must have been her husband must have been a, the kind of guy who went and would sail fish and then would mount them. And they're in a room. And it's probably like how people feel about my dad's pheasant and deer room okay which stuffed birds and stuffed deer heads some people will get nightmares from if they sure. wake up to that okay so here we are with uh uh luann absolutely refusing to sleep in the fish room and here we go hi andy this is for luann hi, hi. barbara um uh, when uh, sonia told you about bethany being hurt over the room why did you so nonchalantly just shrug it off, you know, like it was, so what, after all? Well, you know, do you remember the Berkshires? We've been up there quite a bit, remember? <laughs> yes. Quite and a bit. I think Bethany said some very mean things to me in that house. So I, fi- I found it, you know, kind of funny that she was hurt about a, a bedroom. <laughs> I mean, how could you be hurt about a room? So her point was that she had just gotten you through this horrible time. Right, which I, of course, totally appreciate, but, you know, to be hurt... About a room? I mean, to, now, be, to be upset, but to be hurt is kind of What about the shark over. room? What about the fish room? Is it that bad, both of you? <laughs> no. The, it, it, 
There's very big teeth on those fish. Okay. It's a gorgeous room. You know, maybe I was drinking the Kool-Aid just a touch at that uh -huh. point. And I heard some rumors about the fish room. And, you know, I was walking around. It was a gorgeous house. And then you see, you know, this, these big teeth in your face. Right. So, but it was a beautiful house. Okay. Of course. That. Luann is full of crap because at the dinner that they were at, she actually inquired at the inn if she could get a room. When someone invites you, like imagine you invite a group of girls up to your cabin. And one of you can stay down the block. No, but what? And you say, no, I can't have that room. This room is unacceptable to me. You take the room that the hostess assigns you or the host. But I find a lot the, of people that know my cabin say, can I stay in that room when they get there? That's fine. Sure. But you ultimately decide. The right. countess is like real, like all about her manners. And she's like, I'm not even going to stay in that fish room. It's hysterical. And Dorinda, of course, is just like where, where are the manners exactly. I have six bedrooms and, and she was a baby about it Luann Luann has been yeah well maybe the seasonal. newly <laughs> just, no just, she's newly sober and she's right. been through treatment uh, twice yeah. and all of that okay so let's play the next uh, this is a Ramona scene uh, a mashup I think of all the um, wonderfully um, Ramona-y Ramona things that she has to say about the new housewife hey my question is for Barbara okay Ramona has spent all season bashing your fashion faux pas. <laughs> what do you think of the way she dresses? Um, you know, I don't like the way she dresses. Particularly. <laughs> you know, I think, you know, she's just a lot of, you know, she really flipped my Barbie bitch switch this, this season, yeah. I have to tell you. And um, I don't like the way she dresses. But again, you know, I would never demean another a woman by telling them they don't dress in the way I would want to dress. Everybody has their own individual style, and I think everybody needs to just um, embrace and support each other, which she doesn't. So. Oh, and yeah. either do you, Barbara. Barbara. You're such a potster. I can't stand Barbara. She's going to be one and done. She's going to only she's hold just, the apple one she's year. She's just so, so too late. I thought this was the too mashup fish. of Luann. Of, uh, Ramona. No, How about uh, Mario showing up and Ramona, like, uh, smelling his neck and like acting all lovey-dovey with them, but she said no getting back together with mm -mm. Him, her husband. But well, he did look good. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, he's a good-looking guy. He was such a dink. He brought nothing to the party either. Classic midlife crisis, Julia. Is that it? I his, gotta tell you his something. His pecker Do didn't work anymore. <laughs> With Ramona. Donnie, do you it's, love it's, all uh, of her little things? I'm, no, it didn't uh, work anymore. It, so do you think if it, you're, if it doesn't work with someone, if you go to someone else, it's going to suddenly spike? Yes, with the yeah. help of Viagra okay, and but, then a totally younger person. Yes, uh, yes, well, yes. Okay. It is. <laughs> it is because, you know, it's... Uh, so he, if you're using Viagra with one person, but then you go to a new person... I'm just saying that he was, you know, whatever. He wasn't 50, into her. He was 50-something years old. They'd been married like 30 years. We knew something was going to go on because they just... She did so much bragging about... How fabulous their sex life and their, their married life. And, and that they never argued now and, and they all always that have kind sex of stuff. And we're so happy. Yeah. Okay, let's play the last one about is Luann dating. Well, there's four of them, so we're missing something here. What? Okay. Let's just play the next one. Okay. Since you've been friends with the Countess forever, I'm going to ask you to spill the Lou tea. Over the years, which fellow housewife has Luann complained about the most? Bethany. Between Ramona and Bethany. Yeah. Okay. Um, name uh, like one celebrity or Bravo celebrity who we would be surprised to learn made a pass at Lou. 
Um, My night in the Hamptons. Remember? And he asked about me. It was a friend of ours. Tom Caligio. Oh, oh, right. Oh, remember? I, yes, I do remember that. Oh, no, I do I remember that. that. I yes. knew about that. I knew about that. Is Luann is Luann a good tipper? No. I'm a better tipper. Oh, yeah. really? Um, okay, before Bethany showed Lou the picture of Tom at the Regency, do you think Lou had her suspicions? Um, yes, I do. I think she didn't want to believe it, you know, because she was so in love with him at the yeah. time. She really wanted to, to get married. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you very in much. Love and wanting to get married are two different that's, things. That's right. And Barbara is the one who said on camera, this is how she got the job. She said Luann is going to marry this guy just to divorce him because she can't deal with calling off the wedding. Yes. And she whispered yep. it or whatever. Yep. And then Luann did let uh, Andy know that uh, her kids and her ex-husband have dropped the lawsuit over the family home. in uh, That she was trying to sell right underneath them and not give them the interest on... I read that whole Hampton. Yeah, I read that whole story. To buy a house up in the Berkshire. She doesn't tip well, I can already tell. (laughs) tell. Totally can tell. Money can't buy you class, but but did you hear who she said made a pass at her? Who was it? Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Well, according to Sonia Morgan, Luann has she has slept with everybody in New York City. Um, wow. She has. since, And I thought, wow, really? Mm-hmm. She's pretty attractive. And by the way, Mazel, Tamron Hall gave birth to a baby boy and she named him Moses. Cute. Cutest little photo of Cute. her and a hat. And so congratulations yeah. to you. All right, when we come back, we've got Holly with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly Hollywood, let's get to our 515 Dirt Alert, shall we? Yes, let's uh, talk about, first, just want to mention that TMZ has published some photographs of Britney Spears in the car with her boyfriend, Sam Ashkahari, leaving a mental health facility. So TMZ has the pictures. It was rumored uh, today, I know Page Six had the story as well, that perhaps she was going to be leaving this mental health facility in the near future, and it seems that's the case today taking her home to her Thousand Oaks, California home. So just updating you on that story. All right. right. And then uh, TMZ is running with this story that Black China, remember Black China, the ex-girlfriend of Rob Kardashian? She's suing the Kardashians because she's saying that they tanked her chances at reality star fame over at the E! Network. Well, apparently there was an interest Somebody was reporting that there was an interest that Black China was interested in attending a Harvard Harvard Business School online course. Well, that plan was completely plotted by a PR firm that was offering to do all the work for Black China and even take a picture of her wearing a Harvard hoodie for a price. Was it the singer guy that was doing... no, that no, no. This is somebody. <laughs> ju- yeah, somebody. But it sounds wrote. like the same thing. Yes, this. I know, Julia, they're trying to. They're trying to. Like that's a really good stunt to get it people is. to know their name. Oh my gosh! Well, this was a stunt created by a man named Christian Emiliano, who refers to himself as a social media renaissance man. And this pitch for three thousand two hundred fifty dollars, his team would complete all the coursework, and all you have to do is take one test. We'll provide you the study guide, and then take credit for the oh. program. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman. 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Once completed, it. China could add that she did indeed have a Harvard education to her resume and improve her brand. Now, Harvard University was uh, reached out to by TMZ for comment. They said, we do not have anyone named Angela White enrolled in exactly. our program. <laughs> but it is a good sign. Now people will know that mm-hmm. who that company is, I guess. Yes, exactly. Um, I want you guys to Hollywood speak this. Now, this is a follow-up to a story that we were talking about yesterday concerning a Destiny's Child musical. Oh, yeah. Matthew Knowles, the father of Beyonce, is developing a new musical based on the journey of Destiny's Child. It's called Survivor, the Destiny's Child musical. However, it was reported that this isn't going to be about the group so much as Matthew Knowles' own personal journey as a dadager mm-hmm. and the rise of Destiny's Child into the spotlight. Now, this and, you know, one of the things that we raised a concern was that Hey, isn't Matthew Knowles estranged from Beyonce? When was yeah. the last time that is he was estranged? Yes, he is. Yeah, well, listen to the quote that Matthew okay. Knowles gave page six and, and see if you can read these tea leaves. We have directly and indirectly spoken to not only Beyonce, Kelly, and Michelle or their representatives, but also some of the former members of this group. We've given them the opportunity to be as much involved as they like or have as little involvement as they like. Okay, mm-hmm. so he's has his daughter's email that yep. his uh, her her assistant reads. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have her phone number no, anymore because he had a baby with another woman. Yeah, and um, yeah, this is going to go nowhere. It's going to. We already go knew nowhere. that the other day, and Lori's like, he's got the right to do this no, if she's I, in. I, I, yeah. If she was, if yep. if she was in, if they were in, it would be interesting because, like, we saw the Supremes. You know, that that Barry Gordy, yeah. that musical was kind of fun. Jersey Boy, I mean, a jukebox musical can be good. Yeah. This needs the cooperation of, of the, Beyonce. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And from that quote, it sounds like, yeah, maybe he had an old email, yeah. like Destiny's Child at yeah. AOL.com. Right. <laughs> like, it's not working for yeah. him. I'm sorry, Daddy-O. Yeah. It doesn't look like he'll maybe work around that somehow. I want to give you a little update on a, a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills story that happened a couple of years ago. This concerning Camille Grammer and her six-year legal battle with her ex-boyfriend, Dimitri. Now, do you guys remember Dimitri? He was mm-hmm. the bridge after Kelsey Grammer. He was like yep, the I first uh, real relationship. He abused her. But she didn't know, you don't know, she didn't know that, but he was her bridge and she okay. felt hard for him. Yes, so Dimitri, so Camille Grammer 
has she is victorious today in her civil suit against Dimitri with a jury ruling that Dimitri attacked her in a Houston hotel room back in 2013. The jury also found that she did not defame him by reporting the attack. So uh, Camille Grammer awarded $36,000 in Good damage for, for the assault. How? And the jury also found that Dimitri defamed Grammer by claiming that she lied about the attack on Access Hollywood. Yep. So he mm-hmm. was the one who defamed. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So good for Camille. Nice little news there. Vanessa Hutchins, she is featured in People's Most Beautiful Issue, the one with Jennifer Garner on the cover. Mm -hmm. That is out. And Vanessa Hutchins is revealing that she experienced a midlife crisis at the age of 27. Well, I guess I, I could see I'm it. Did, when did she start on High School Musical? Was she like 14 oh, or something I, yeah, like that? At so, least, yes. Yeah, that would be like midlife, I guess. Yeah, like kind of a Saturn return thing. That's yeah. the astrolo- yeah. astrology thing when Saturn comes back and it tells you you better get your poop in a group if you haven't done that <laughs> mm-hmm. already. So apparently Vanessa Hudson, she's experiencing that. She said, I remember waking up at 27 and that was the first moment where I was like, oh, I'm not a kid. I'm not a teenager. I'm an adult and I have responsibility." She said that and I have no idea what I'm doing next. Well, right. Exactly. Yeah. She said that it was a momentary freak out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can imagine for a lot of these child stars, like, what the heck are you going to do with your career? You can't bank on high school musical right. anymore, nor would you really want to. The relationship was over. And so she, yeah. Yeah. The, with Zac Efron. Yeah. And she'd been kind of floating around. Now she says she's 30 years old now. And she says it's a nice feeling just to feel free. However, the one downside of her adult experience is adult acne she said she has to be good to her face oh yeah. how trash yeah. I'm, I'm, look man when you get one of those big old zits yeah. on your face and you pop and it goes I, on the mirror I, <laughs> it's not like, good no it's not good a mark consuelo's talking to esquire magazine saying that hollywood marriages might fare better if people gave them a little more time because it's all about patience and it takes a while to figure the whole thing out he said he's a slow learner and he's just getting into it, even though he has been married to Kelly Ripper to 23 for 23 years. So. Uh, last night's Riverdale, which was the last one that we see Luke Perry. Oh, yeah. It's a very, very short scene, but I'm, all the parents, because in Riverdale, the plucky teenage heroes are under constant threat, Julia, <laughs> from monstrous adults. OK, and the only dad. Or the parent who was the kindest, that had the most loving relationship, was is Archie's, Archie's dad, dad. Which is Luke Perry. Luke yes, Perry. I know. And he had to give a moment of, he had to really, you know, just be warm and dadly, if you will, because Archie really had something um, happen that was bad to him, mm-hmm. that was bad for him. Yeah. And um, so he was really kind and loving, but I sure wish I'd taken a screenshot of Mark Consuelos as Hiram Lodge. In a sauna, wearing nothing but a Ooh. white fluffy towel. Oh hi! Ooh. He <laughs> is built like oh, I couldn't <laughs> believe it. No wonder Kelly Ripa is, is so beautiful. happy. They're beautiful. They are beautiful. I, I'm going to find a picture yeah. of him. Right. I'm going to Hiram Lodge plus Sweat Lodge. <laughs> she has a theory. I feel like you have been on a theory roll for two, two days. I know. I What's okay. new? What, what new? The theory is we don't have enough free time. Do you think that everyone agrees with that? Yes. Okay, listen to this. Hella yes. 
the average person in one week only has four hours and 26 minutes of free time. So if you feel like you don't have free time, it's because you really don't. So what is what is changed? Here's what's happening. Um, four out of 10 people said they have even less free time than the four and a half hours that the rest of us might be getting. Um, it's... <sighs> What's driving this, Lori? Did you read well, the whole article or did we just read the headline? No, no, I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. Because a lot of the stuff that you have that you have to do in your free time, my theory is you don't want to do it. Like cleaning. Grocery shopping. Going through um, some, you know, like basket of like photos or you were going to clean out a room or you were going to get rid of stuff. It's it's like you don't want to do that stuff with your free time. That's why we brush it off because it's like I don't I only have four and a half hours of free time a week. You think I'm going to spend time doing something I don't like doing? No. So we just, we let things slide because we're very busy. And the reason we let things slide is we don't want to do the stuff that's boring or not fun. Like the only time I ever really, like really will hard clean or do something that I've absolutely put off forever is when I come home home from a trip so that I just, I call it de-Cinderella. No, I, I have to snap myself out of it. So I don't think I, like, what do you think? You're some lady that just is, I make myself do something I absolutely have been putting off forever. Right. Just as like, okay. But that doesn't explain why we only have four hours and 26 minutes of free time. Well. Working more? Yes, we're working more. We spend more time like on social media. We spend more time maybe watching TV than we want to. But that isn't considered free time? Well, it is, but you only have four hours and four and a half hours of free time a week. Are you really going to, you'd rather catch up with friends, go on a a walk, do something fun. So. Yeah, we just we just don't have that much free time because we are busy with our life. Commutes are longer yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah. That's cut into free time, you know. Depending on where you are with your kids. Let's have a happier theory. All right, let's have another one. Okay. Let's have a happy theory. Okay. The top trend forecaster, okay. Marion Salzman, yes. one of the world's most powerful social trend predictors. She previously told us about 15 years ago, maybe longer, about metrosexuals, that there would be, remember, we have David Beckham, David the first Beckham metro. Was our first. Mm-hmm. She also foresaw the rise of single women and the empowerment of being single and not having whatsoever the last stigmas of being single, single right. gone. Right. Influencers, she said that uh, there would be social media influencers. Okay. Well, here is the latest. I'm, her, right, I'm taking notes. Her 2019 trend report uh, reveals the rise of the age proud movement. That 2019 will be the year you stop lying about your age. She said, um, and she's done this trending for, you know, for like 35 years. She's been doing that. And every year she releases um, her annual trends report so on the list is um i but i agree with that i think age proud is what she's calling it the age proud movement yeah Mm -hmm. 
All right, who's going to go she first? Said, well, she said, growing old isn't a solo sport. After all, if we tell a friend you don't look your age, arguably what we're saying is aging is not okay. Right. It's time to change the conversation by challenging the negative stories we tell about ourselves as we're growing older. In her report, she paints an encouraging portrait of the baby boomer and Jen Joneser generation who refuse to go gently into that good night. She said, we're living and working longer, mostly in good health. We have more income than previous generations. We have multi-generational workspaces where um, uh, people that are older want to stay vital and active and working longer. And people who are younger than them all of a sudden realize, oh, you know, it's nothing... This isn't so scary. They are not seeing age as much. And she said, uh, there's a new elasticity about age. She said, one of the questions I love for the age-proud movement is how old is old? First, it was 40 is the new 20, then 60 is the new 40. Now, who wouldn't agree uh, 80 is the new 60? And um, Wow. So... Anyway, you know, and she really comes from, like, her research about... uh, Single professional women um, and the first Bridget Jones movie led to the infamous Time magazine cover story in 2000 called Who Needs a Husband? Oh. Mm -hmm. Which was, and I kind of do remember that. And she brought, like I said, the the concept of the metrosexual Mm -hmm. uh, to us in 2001. Um, she knew we'd get addicted to our phones. She knew that the bloggers would be the early influencers. Right. She identified uh, last year's sleep as the new sex. Mm-hmm. Um, Boy, I can't believe every day there's a new study about sleep. Yeah. And she, anyway, she knows what we'll be thinking about shopping for and doing all of this uh, years ahead of time. She said we need to get with the program to celebrate aging, look at Sharon Stone and Angela Bassett, who posted bikini pictures to celebrate their 60th birthdays. Mm-hmm. Jane Fonda calls it the longevity revolution. And she is fascinated by the wave of stylish, older uh, women, like the woman who's the creator of the blog, Silver is the New Blonde, mm-hmm. Iris Apfel. Yep. And they even have a name, the Instagrannies. Which um, are we going to Elon? That yeah, Elon Musk's mom is an Instagram, but these are like people are getting paid the influencers. Um, Iris Apfel, you know, mm-hmm. just got mm-hmm. the big modeling contract. Mm-hmm. So anyway, she also coined Renaissance when women and men just started accepting their gray hair. Mm-hmm. Several oh, years, Renaissance. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So anyway, age. I'm going to pose in my bikini, I guess, for I my birthday you this year. You're going to do it. I'll have to join Sharon proud. Stone and Angela Bassett. You will. We'll post it Anyway, so I thought, I kind of thought 2019, that's the year. Yeah. Okay, so that's, I like a, that. that's a good theory. Um, now, here's a theory that could both be a theory and a study of duh. Okay. Women are more likely to have unprotected sex if they believe the man has potential for a relationship. Relationship potential. They also will have unsafe sex with a man if they feel they know him. And um, this was, uh, yeah, this is kind of, uh, Mm. that's so true. That's why all the talking online in words and texts makes people feel like they know somebody. 
Wait a minute. People might be copying and pasting. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Julissa. The the big thing that I just saw Mm -hmm. that people are taking away from Coachella is herpes. Yeah. They had a massive spike in herpes. So, Lori, as you're talking to me about what you're going to be doing a week from Monday, seeing Mavis, Mavis Staples and everybody, careful. I'm only having sex with my husband. I, Neither one of us I'm have herpes, just, so this is just, wasted advice. <laughs> Tell it to the people yeah. you're traveling with. There's yeah. a herpes epidemic. Oh, yeah. No, they women, women are generally, uh, you know, they are the ones who will bring up the condom thing, but if they feel like they know you and like you and trust you, they yeah, won't. I'm surprised by that. I know, but... Mm. That's just, the study was published in the Journal of Sexual Research. Okay. And so that is why you can't, you can't believe anybody. You just got to mm. condom up, rubber it up. Yep. Oh, I love that. Mm. You just got to rubber, rubber it, it up. Rubber it up. That rainbow out. Yeah, that's a, that, no, that's an age proud word that we can just use. Rubber, rubber it up. Rubber it up, people. All right, thank you. Tie that's a raincoat a, on it. That, so we're going to have age proud words now. That's I like right. That. Yeah. I like that. Write that down, Jules. Okay. That's I, I I'm spent with my theories okay. today. Well, you've had quite a few. So <laughs> many. We've just been listening. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> but you liked some of that. Like I do. It was nice to just uh, you know, get some of those things just out. Yes. And out Fantastic. Of the way. It Fantastic. was so so wonderful. So. Listen, I'm helping you not freak out by distracting you. Yeah, I know. All right? Mm-hmm. So there you You've go. You've done a good job. Why babe. would she be freaking out? Just, uh, Donnie, there are reasons every day that people oh, okay. have for freaking All out. Right. And, Just checking. And I got a couple texts <laughs> and right. a couple other things. Okay. Happened right during the show. It There's did. no better time oh, okay. for a freak out. Listen, yeah. we'll be right back. Every single time I feel- I'm broken and it's beautiful. Like that song? Is that the new Kelly Clarkson from That's Ugly Dolls? Uh, from Ugly Dolls. Ugly Dolls. It's broken and beautiful. I love that song. It's, it's so good. And by the way, our favorite underwear. Uh, uh, excuse me, favorite headline today. <laughs> <laughs> Freudian slip. I know. Yeah. Don, Donnie posted it. Christian Christian Ronaldo stars in the superhero theme CR Seven Spring Summer 2019 underwear campaign. All we have to say about that is that's not just one piece of Wonder Bread doing the molding. <laughs> Especially in the first one. It looks like it might be yeah. three full slices of Wonder Bread with the crust cut off. And if you're wondering what that's all about, years ago when we started on this show, yep. we put out the question. I think it had to do with our metrosexual, David Beckham, in an underwear ad. Remember, you got the H&M. Yep. And he somebody- wore the gold underwear. Somebody called mm-hmm. that was like a modeling assistant or it was a right. photographer, photographer yeah. and said that for men's underwear, it's standard operating procedure to have bread with the crust removed, molded onto the genitals of the man. Because God, you have really been bold I'm, today. I'm just using Told. all good biblical and scientific words. <laughs> biblical. Honest. <laughs> To pee. No, but there will be no mushroom tips, no outlines of veins. Okay, fine. All right. But that's what it is. Well, I know. Do we have to keep talking about it? I mean, we got to remind people of the wonder of Wonder Bread 
in ads. Well, and at least someone's still when buying someone, it. When the 60-year-old guy, yeah, when the 60-year-old guy wants to do his B-age proud oh, of himself in his Hanes underwear, don't forget the Wonder Bread. Okay. It adds a wow. certain je ne sais quoi. No, we both gasped. I know we did, but then we it makes sense. Yeah, it was so good. So, so good. All right, other stories? Well, we posted the Riverdale, the last clip of Luke Perry, you know, as Archie, Andrew's dad, Fred, giving him some advice. Just posted that little clip. Mm-hmm. So you can see that. And um, let's see, what else do we know? Zach Efron, I mean, he said that uh, his mental health was put to the test plane, Ted Bundy. I believe it. In, uh, I believe it. He said, uh, yeah, he said... Um, I wasn't what, interested in playing a serial killer. They did the European premiere of this extremely wicked, yeah. shockingly evil and vile is the name of it. Is that the name of it? Uh, That's a long uh, title. Yes, I believe that is the name of it's it. It's extremely never, wicked is the name of it. Yeah, it works. Oh, right. It, it, oh, gosh. It's called Extremely Wicked, Shockingly, Shockingly Evil and Vile. I never, went, it, I never went back and finished watching that I. documentary. Neither did I. I thought I would just watch this, but... It'll be on Netflix here. Here? Yeah. All right. We'll yeah. probably watch it. Yeah, we probably will. We probably will. Also, Donnie posted George Clooney and Christopher Abbott in the Catch-22 trailer. I don't know if you ever read that book, the Joseph Heller. I feel like we, there was a movie that we there was. saw. There was a yeah. movie. Yes. There was a Many movie. I, I don't know. I always know if you're in a Catch-22. Yeah. You know? Okay. Kind That's of like the dilemma that, uh, I had today. that I you was had in, in complete... the middle of the show. You were in a Catch-22. Completely. Explain. Okay, so here's the deal. Is it damned if you do, damned if you don't? One hundred percent, and don't want it to happen. But because, oh, and I'm not happy about it. Yeah. So I, I am hosting some people that I, I haven't talked to in seven years. Yeah. And during a very big weekend for me yeah. and for my boys, and now I have to have company, which pisses me off. Catch, As I'm having a party, catch twenty two. I'm in a catch twenty two, and there was no saying no. So yeah. I was, I am trying to be the big person, but obviously, <laughs> well, not working. Well, it was really hard. It's really hard when you're in it. There is no way to get out of it. I and was which, in a catch twenty two the other day with my shoulder. I was very mad at it, and I just decided I'd only be mad at it and myself for a day. That's how I got out of that. Because I was like, I can't do anything about that one. That's not a catch-22. That is not a catch-22, no. Lori. But good for trying but to I bring was, it back to your show. I was mad, <laughs> though I was so mad at myself about it. You know, and I just said, well, God, how long am I going to be mad at myself? I've never been mad at myself. For, like, for more than a minute. Not more than a day, anyway. At the most. Come on. Don't don't think? be blind to our people, Lorraine. <laughs> I think one of the exciting news is tonight at midnight... Um, Bruce Springsteen's new album, Western Stars. The whole album comes out June 14th, but he's dropping a single tonight. And one of the things about this is that everybody I know his new music takes place, drawing inspiration in part from Southern California pop records of the late 60s and early 70s, 70s, American themes, highways, isolation community, the permanence of home and hope. But what I really kind of like about it is he said, um, you know, he likes the Southern California pop music in the 70s that was influenced by Glenn Campbell, 
Jimmy Webb, Burt yeah. Backrack, mm-hmm. those kind of records. Mm. And he's really, it gave him inspiration to I write. I wonder if he was like writing in between, like his, he was... His Broadway show? His Broadway show, he was at home. I wonder if his kid became a firefighter out in Staten Island or wherever he took the test. Yeah, I don't know. Jeez. I, well, that's something that we could look up tomorrow, Donnie. Yeah, we'll forget. We'll forget, no. Donnie. Don't even bother because we won't I even know. remember. We had, um, we know Madonna's that. making eye patches <laughs> and Toblo's great again for her new album. And you can look at Lori and her eye patch. Olivia Munn, she's trending on Twitter because she attacked and mischaracterized the lovely and joyful Go Fug Yourself blog, and people are not having it. But that's why she's trending on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden announced his candidacy candidacy four yeah. years too late, in my opinion. Yeah, completely. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Let's see what else. Uh, Amal Clooney was in a crisp Zach Posen suit in New York City that I quite liked. She really is a hanger. She is a hanger from the word go. And Pink got a new motorcycle from her husband. He won't give me another baby, so he built me a motorcycle. Oh. <laughs> Do they have two or three? They have two. Two. A boy and a girl. Yeah. Yeah, a boy and a girl, but she's never going to post pictures of them again because people too are are too mean. Listen, tonight is Dining Out for Life. Go out to one of the 125 restaurants in the Twin Cities and raise money for um, the Aliveness Project. It's all happening tonight. Say, from what I read, I think uh, Springsteen's son will, in fact, be a firefighter for Jersey City. All right. All right. He scored high enough on the test. Awesome. All right, everybody, have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. 